What up, Anchor fam, and good evening. This is your girl, Ebony B, and I am back with another episode. This is part two to the CRE series, uh, College Relationship Expectations, CRE. And today we are here with our female panel. Hello, ladies. Hello. Ooh, all those sexy voices. So we're gonna start with the introduction going this way. <clears throat> hey everybody, it's me, per usual, her best friend, it's Michaela, guys. Um, Michaela, senior nursing major from Houston, Texas. Um, just here to give y'all the real uncut vibes, per usual. Hello, I am China Solomon, a so- junior. I'm a junior, a junior occupational therapy major from Beaumont, Texas, by way of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a junior, like I'm not a sophomore, I'm a junior. I just wanted to reiterate that. My name is Nadira, I'm a senior psychology major and I'm coming from Philadelphia. Hi loves, it's your girl Morgan Sinclair. I'm a first year graduate student from Pittsburgh, Alabama. Hello everyone, my name is Simone Kimball. I'm Ebony's big sis. It's my first time checking in with y'all. So, you know, what's up, what's up? LA in the building, LA in the building. But um, I'm a senior nursing major from Los Angeles, California, as I've stated. And I'm excited to talk to y'all. Hey, thank you all so much for being here and agreeing to um, come in, meet with me and chat it up on these different topics. So the men have had their time to shine and voice their opinions. And we're pretty much going to follow the same layout that they had. So starting off, entering college, what did you think dating was going to be like? What did y'all, what did y'all think? Who wants to start? Does anybody... Um, okay, I'll start. Um, so when I first entered college, I really didn't expect to get into a relationship or anything like that. Like that wasn't on my mind. Like I just, you know, was going into the situation fresh. I only had one relationship before college. So I really didn't know what to expect before. Okay. Um, I had no expectations for relationships coming into college. Um I just was really excited about meeting different people, especially black men from all over the world, you know, that are fairly educated because they made it here. So they had something, but I really had like low expectations. I knew that they would be, you know, not boys, but young men who weren't necessarily ready for relationships. So I wasn't looking coming in. So I had a boyfriend when I came to college. <clears throat> and we had been together since maybe like my sophomore year of high school. And then on top of all of that, we didn't go to the same high school. But I went to high school with like predominantly Hispanic people. So when I decided that I was going to the HBCU, I was just like, oh, snap. It's niggas galore. <laughs> I was just like happy, happy, happy. I thought I was going to walk into a utopia of black men. Even though I already had a boyfriend, it was just like, you know, if that don't work out, I got options. Well, I got here. It was not what I expected. It was dry. I was too lame for the scenes. Like, eh. <laughs> I just wasn't for me. But yeah, I definitely thought it was going to be like a builder, build a man when I got to Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're moving on to realities. So what was your reality? Did you want to answer that? Okay. <clears throat> you already gave reality. I didn't give it. Was dry. Oh. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, that's why I was like, well, back to the reality. Let me express why it's dry. First two years, you know, I was still trying to deal with that little situation. It didn't work out. And I was still just left empty handed. Like, every 
boy that I would talk to would just be on games. And then now in my senior year, I'm going to wait to get into my relationships now. But, I mean, it's a, it's a lot wetter. I'm going to tell you that. But not like the, the scenes is a lot wetter. It's not dry like they were. So, y'all taking it nasty. I'm saying that basically before, like, the only people that called or texted me was my mom. Now, you know, I got I got numbers popping up on my phone, you know? Um, like Michaela, I had a boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Michaela, I had a boyfriend. So I didn't, I didn't, I was more concerned about the boy I was dating. I didn't really care about any of the boys. But my reality was, <laughs> we didn't, <laughs> obviously we didn't work out. But we didn't work out and... I mean, not trying to sound cocky or anything, but I've never really been like a like high and ready. So I really didn't care if I was going to get another boyfriend again because I knew eventually I was. So I really didn't care if what I don't. Time it happened. Yeah, I didn't care what time it happened. I just knew it was going to happen, and yeah, I honestly really didn't care. So I'm kind of with like Michaela in China. Um, I was told that like there are men galore like everywhere in school when I got here I was like well where are the guys um, and they're not all that cute okay keep it moving but I wasn't like expecting to ha- be in a relationship like at all I was just expecting to see some eye candy like oh okay I see you over there but not really it's a lot of drama even though we were scared to talk to them or like we wasn't bold enough to say anything it just we just had the eye candy and that was not nice. yeah part, like all the dudes that look good was older than me and if you did not have like the gum for you wasn't like somebody just real well, me in particular like if you wasn't someone who was just outgoing or I'm, I'm gonna say fast you know if you just didn't have those qualities about yourself or you wasn't from like a state where a lot of people came from like you weren't from LA and didn't know people it's hard to like talk to upperclassmen but so you was dry looking at all the ugly people that look ugly like you it was just bad (laughs) (laughs) I mean but like once you got to the point where like you wanted to talk to upperclassmen they were like finna graduate so it wasn't no sense or they were hoes or they were assholes or they already had somebody like that they were trying to be with Hmm. or a few somebodies oh yeah Upperclassmen definitely lurk on freshmen. Yeah. yeah, what's the ratio, guys? Um, one to twenty-six. One to twenty. We have a one. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. We have a one. It's more. It's in the teens for sure. It's 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 a one in at least seventeen um, gap between men and women here. So that means your man can have seventeen girls, and you wouldn't know. If you want a nigga, you gonna tolerate it. Like no, wives, or, or you get you a no good man. one, period. Right. And that's rare. That's slim. slim. Rare. Not slim. That's the question. Which Where are they at? Okay. <laughs> but there are girls on campus with boyfriends, and I've always said that, like, they have to come from somewhere. Right. Girls are happily in relationships. Like, you, see, I see niggas with, I, that I know with girlfriends in foster studying and minding their own business. You just heard what you just said. In foster. Everybody's not in foster. That's what a good one's But I mean, I'll be in foster the weekends. There's nowhere else to study anyway. So, but a lot of them are engineering majors. Yeah, they're. Get your engineer. Well, let me let me say though. I'm gonna speak on my I'm gonna speak on my personal experience. The guy who I ended up dating was actually somebody that I was really mean to, curved, like, 
I was mm-hmm. rude to him. Like, I never, he he literally told me this out of his mouth. You're going to be mine one day. I said, hmm. I laughed in his face. I was like, oh, please. I'll never. A year later, ended up with him. And it was crazy. And he was a good dude. Like, he was a good dude. Was. But, you know. I feel like ugly niggas win because of persistency, not because you're cute. What? Like, it's bad. Yes. He, he wasn't ugly. No, I just feel like your personality speaks more than, like, maybe your, like, facial features. <laughs> Definitely. Because there could be, like, an unattractive guy, like, physically, but his swag and persona yeah. will make yeah. him, like, way more cuter. Okay, so what have, what has, like, your top lesson been since, uh, being a female in college in the dating realm will go this way so like if you were giving advice to an incoming freshman female what would your advice be um i would say learn what you like don't learn what like social media portrays is like a perfect relationship or what your friends think your man should look like or be like or anything like learn what you like personally um I feel like that'll help you not only guide the men that you talk to but it'll help you discern what you do and what you don't like in a man and serial date like don't ever put all your eggs in one basket um Especially when you first get here. I'm not saying be a, you know, thought now here. I'm just saying, like, if you're talking to one man, you don't have to, like, be like, I'm going to sleep with him every night or I'm going to go check on him every day, feed him. Like, no. Like, talk to multiple men because I promise you they all don't have the same thing. They're all missing one thing. But once you find what you like in these different guys, it'll help you build your perfect man. And once, not even just build him, but figure out a man that's compatible for you and you can see what you're willing to tolerate if he doesn't have it or what you aren't willing to tolerate if he does have it, you know? So just learning yourself and really learning yourself Mm. okay so my like advice would be to like Michaela don't don't stick all your eggs in one basket and I can personally say one thing with me coming to college since I was already in a relationship I somewhat I somewhat shut like Tuskegee my experience in my freshman year with Tuskegee out granted I should not have but I called myself being in love, and he didn't want me going nowhere, so I stayed in my room. I didn't really experiment or experience really Tuskegee being here, so really just come here and have fun. Like, don't tr- – don't if you come here in a relationship, you can come here in a relationship and still have fun. You don't have to be cooped up in your dorm or wherever you stay. And the second thing is do not – don't – don't put all don't put all your trust and love in one person if they're clearly not showing not showing you that's what it is because after my relationship with the person who I was dating that's what I that's what I did and I end up getting my getting my feelings hurt because he because that's something that I wanted. He was the first boy I talked to after my seven-some-year relationship. He was cool. He was something that was new. But when he told me I was clingy, I was like, dang, I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> I was like, dang, I thought that's what you wanted. <clears throat> so yes, my feelings was a little hurt. So also, yeah, try to grow some tough skin because every boy that you like, it's okay if they don't like you. That's okay. Don't make do, do not do not fix yourself to make a boy like you. If that's not you, then that's not you. Yeah, he not gonna like you, baby. So yeah, I, I did. That's just another topic for another day. But those are my that, that is my small little TED talk. Um, <laughs> Uh, My biggest lesson, and I learned this with guys and with friends, is to not assume that people are 
you know, like people have the same heart as you or that people care like you care or love like you love because you could put a lot of time and energy into friendships, into relationships and get nothing back or kind of get like spit in your face, you know, that kind of thing. So not to say don't come here super guarded and not trust anybody and shut everybody out, but just be apprehensive and have people show you who they are before you expose yourself completely. I feel like y'all said it all. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I mean, I guess I would say um, the most important relationship would be like friendships. So I think I learned a lot to like find guy friends, especially guy friends, because when I didn't have a boyfriend, I looked to my guy friends and they were always there. And guys are, I'm going to say more loyal than females when it comes to friendship wise. But yeah, just I say get out there and just like make friends, not really just jump into yeah. a relationship. Like don't be focused on, oh, I'm going to get into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. never know what it can happen. Like, you never know what it can end up being. My point, I just want to say first and foremost, you know, in order to have a success, successful relationship, you need to know yourself. Yeah. So, you know, of course, coming in freshman year, you're not going to know everything about yourself, but you do learn and you do grow. And it really, really looking back, oh my goodness, like, I have learned so much just being in college, you know? And, also, you know, if you do, if you are dating a guy, and this is my personal, you know, this is my personal problem that I had in my relationship. If you have insecurities from your previous relationship, you got to let that hurt go. Because if you don't, it's going to come into that next relationship and that next relationship. And it's going to be an endless cycle. And you're going to be like, well, why? What keeps happening? And what's wrong? And you and you have to look inside yourself for that answer. So, you know, just, just be mindful, y'all. And y'all have fun. And be good okay <laughs> so we're gonna move on to that uh healing from oh we have not been recording long y'all i thought we've been chatting it for, for a minute but it hasn't been that long it's awesome but it's not but there's room for who knows <laughs> so much more all this great conversation all this vulnerability wow thank you ladies for your transparency because if you didn't know transparency heals mm-hmm. all right but anyways okay so healing from past experiences how do we let go of hurt so you know a lot of times when we come into college for some people it can be you know a whole new playing field so people are getting their experience their dating experience and whatever and most likely they're gonna you know hurt find hurt somewhere it's just i don't know just feel like it's part of life so how do we heal from um hurt Yes, I'm glad you were ready. <laughs> I just think because I really, I hadn't experienced hurt like I experienced in college. Like, I went to middle school, um, and I had the same friends all the way up until I graduated through college. So, like, I had a idea of how friendships work and how people work, and I came here and I befriended somebody, and she really pooped on me. I'm not going to curse. But um, definitely to get past hurt, one, I would just say you got to accept it for what it is. Like, I think a lot of the time when people, we like hurt us, we try to make excuses in our head. And like, you know, well, they didn't mean it like that. Yes, they did. And you just got to accept it for what it is. That's the first thing. And I think just time. Like, you can't force yourself to heal. You just got to take some time. So I'm with you. Um I would say let go and let God. I pray about a lot of things and put scripture to it. And I'm telling you, like, you just got to put yourself, if that's your belief, put yourself in the word and really 
know yourself, know God, and that's how you heal from your situation. Honestly, no one else can really heal you fully except God. I don't mean to preach, but I mean, that's just how I get over hurt and just let go of stuff and for actually forgive, you know. You can say you let go of a situation, but you haven't forgave a person, and that actually hurts you more than heals you, so. It hurts you more than it hurts them, too. Yeah. Yes, I would say, you know, just really giving it all to God is the number one thing, but the second thing is really just charge it to the game. Like, it's going to make you... Well, yeah, you're going to have to charge. You're just going to have to charge it to the game. And it just going to be, it is what it is. But normally, I can say like the times that I have heard, it has made me a lot stronger. But do not let your hurt make you into a person that you that you aren't. Like don't make the hurt, don't, don't let the hurt make you bitter. Don't, don't let the, don't let the hurt make you hard. Don't, I mean, of course, make it, make you, let it make you get tougher. But don't make, don't make the hurt hate dudes, hate yeah, because that's hurt really not supposed to do that. It's just supposed to make you a little bit tougher and make you want to do things differently. Because granted, it probably was your first heartbreak, but it's not going to be your last. So it's just going to make you tough and it's going to help you like maneuver through different hurt kind of situations. Um, I don't think I'm the best person to ask about hurt, but uh, I would just say geared into yourself, like turn that negative energy into something that you can use. I definitely have in the past. Like I'm not necessarily saying I'm over my hurt, but I know that it did help me grow as a person. And I've like the person that I was from when I was hurt, even physically, emotionally, I'm definitely not that person anymore. So if you find yourself being angry or putting your energy towards something negative in your life, whether it be hurt, a situation, just trying to like transfer that energy to something positive whether that be energy into your business energy into your body energy into your mental physical financial health like just into your well-being period okay um so that's all great ladies thank you so much um for sharing those tidbits uh pretty much just you know self-awareness and charging into the game because it's kind of um inevitable but some people don't know how to deal with hurt, though, so I felt like that was definitely something that we should um, talk about. Frank always told me journaling is really good. Journaling, I definitely journal. And, you know, all of these points um, that these ladies have made are very true, and, you know, you do have to look into yourself and look to God, you know, if you believe in him, definitely, you know. But my thing is, if you are the person who caused the hurt, and it's wearing on you, wearing on your soul. You need to figure out what happened. You know how did what happened? Like what played out, what played out to cause the hurt that happened? So, you know, you gotta. Sometimes you're the one that messed up. So you gotta accept your faults and don't beat yourself up about it either. You know, just let go, let God. Also, find a support system like mm-hmm. some friends. I know, like when I was hurting, I knew my friends really really helped me get through those tough times because when I'm hurt well when my friends are hurting I try to break them off with a little bit of wine so we can cry it <laughs> out just a little bit and then we gonna my friend always say you got five minutes to cry and then we gonna get back to business because we don't got time so you need like friends like that are gonna push you to get over the hurt too <coughs> thank you ladies so how do you when it comes to communication and vulnerability how are you like how do you let somebody down and is there a difference like do you have to go somebody to let them down you don't have to but they're not getting them right 
the. Um, I don't know what else to say to you for real. Yeah, I'm the person that doesn't want to say it. Like, right. you know, I'd oh, rather I ghost you than. Um, I don't, I'm just really nice, and I think that's just me. Like, I just, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to step on any toes. So, y'all take your number, and I'll say hi, you know. And, you know, I'll be nice, but I'm I'm the one to ghost. Because at some point, you'd be like, okay, I can't be nice no more. <laughs> like, you gotta go. I can't Gotta do this. <laughs> right. I'm nice too, but you know, I have learned that men like to waste your time. And if I see that's what you're doing, sir, I am not about to entertain you. I mean, I'm not. And especially if I tell you I don't like my time being wasted and you still waste my time, you're just going to get the boot. Like, I'm not going to speak to you. You can call me, you can text me. And men get so upset at that. Like, I, I really don't understand it, but. <clears throat> With I think now because a lot of people I haven't been approached physically in a very long time. Like I mean I had okay that's not true that's not true at all. Um, okay I, I'm more so like in our generation like back when your mama was getting holiday like men would come up to your mom and be like hey you know you're beautiful Lord what up mom however they came at her. But now it's like it's so easy for a man to see you walk down the halls and don't say anything to you and then like on Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter sliding your DMs. And I feel like that is what happens a lot. So with social media hollering and DMs sliding and stuff, if I don't find you attractive, I'll just like your message and say thanks, love, or, you know, put a smiley face or a kissy face just because, like, I'm being nice. I don't even really give you that opportunity to, like, ask for anything because if you reply back, I might not open the, the actual message. And that's a lot easier. But when I'm in person... And someone trying to holler at me a lot of time I'm with my friends. So I can just kind of laugh and kiki key it off. Like, if I'm genuinely not trying to message you, like, if it's just some random person that I will never see again, like, I'll laugh and kiki key it off. And, like, my friends will know, come on, let's go. But if it's somebody that I go to school with, then not since I said I'll just put them in a friend zone. Like, I'll take their number and it'll just always be like very dry or casual conversation. Like, I won't. Um, ever, I don't ever, I don't think I've ever just been like, no, you can't have my number or been rude. Because I feel like it takes a lot to come up to me or to any girl in general. So, for you to do that, I'm not gonna ever hurt your feelings and be like, no, you can't have my number because that that's just like so stereotypical, and I'm not an ass. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? Oh, go ahead. I just had a question. I am sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. How did they try to call me? What is you are? Wait. <laughs> I was just gonna ask a question <laughs> but my question I mean like I guess what Michaela was saying was kind of true but I mean like does anybody entertain guys when they like come in like in your DMs or ask you for your number even though you don't give them the number let me, like, wait a minute. Hold on, let me, like let me speak to y'all from somebody who though. doesn't have social media so all I have is all I have is Snapchat. And the people on my Snapchat actually know me. Like, went to high school with me, et cetera, et cetera. So, you, right. So, it's like, it's somebody that, I, let me say, let me say. It is nobody, seriously, that I'm talking to right now that hasn't approached me in person. Like, honestly. And it sucks. That sucks, though, that it's like that these days. Because I'm going to respect you if you come up to me, you know, spin some game. Okay. Hey. Right. I'm going to be like, hey. And I can't lie to y'all. I have, I have blocked a few numbers because, you know. I didn't really want to talk to that person. But I'm going to still, you know, give you that 
respect. And I'm just not going to, you know, just shut you down in person. Like, I respect you doing that. Because people don't, do, the guys do not do that, bro. Um. Okay, so about the whole, like, demon thing. I actually, a guy that I actually really like. Um, he's listening to my DMs. You like him? Girl, shut up! <laughs> Present or past? That's not important. It's a guy that so it's my DMs that I actually did like, and. When we started talking, like, at first, I was kind of skeptical about the situation because I was just like, I felt like the nigga was on game. But I told him, like, when I talk to men, I am very blunt because I feel like at the end of the day, I have nobody's feelings to be sparing except my own. So if I'm beating around the bush about what I'm, how I'm feeling, like, it's not going to get me anywhere. So I just told him, like, I felt like he was playing games. And I've not texted him back plenty of times. And he'll text me back and be like, I know why you doing that and stuff like that. And I tell him because you're doing A, B, and C. So, yes, I have been encountered by a man who was being serious with me because I – yeah um through the deal so i mean yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. It, it's always good but i've also inter- like there are people who slid in my dms before who see me in the cast and won't say anything to me so it's like you're weird like i'll say hey what's good it's just i don't know but i, have, I promise if you do that oh i'm really not a butt y'all like they tried to play me but i'm not i'm sweet as heck <laughs> morgan trying to play that she ain't trying to play i'm just <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people, I can probably count on, I can probably count on one hand how many times boys have actually approached me, and I can say here at Tuskegee, they'll see, well, I don't go in the cab, they'll see me on the yard, and they'll go through a hundred million different people to get to me. I think that's very weird, and since I have, I'm just... If you don't know me personally, I'm a very kind of, I'm not a scary person, but I don't take that lightly. If you're going through all these people to talk to me, I'm going to think your intentions is not good. I think that's weird. Granted, now I have a boyfriend, so I really don't care. I'm just going to slide you to him. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not ashamed to do that. If you're in my DMs here, you can take a picture and don't do that. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. But, yeah, boys really before. The, actually, okay, my boyfriend now. He tried to talk to me when I was a freshman three. Now this would be three years ago. He approached me then, and now we're together. Like when we when he approached me, then I actually do not remember him. It was at the crawfish bowl, and I was drunk. I don't remember him. But yeah, it was at the crawfish bowl, and I was a freshman. He told me I was trying to talk to you then. He remember what I had on. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> but your boys don't really. Yeah, boys don't really approach me. So the letting down thing is. I mean, I. I do it kind of nice because I don't want to be mean. But I have realized since I have been ghosted before, I do not do that to people because I don't like knowing, like, dang, like, what happened, what I do. So before I, so before I ghost uh, before I ghost you, or the case may be, I probably won't, I won't talk to you to begin with, so I won't ghost you if that makes sense. What is upside down? Oh. Okay, ladies. Thank you again. Um... <laughs> For that tidbit. So, how do y'all feel about shooting shots? Is there a different expectation for um, men and women? Is it equal? Does your shot hold as much weight as his shot? Okay. So, when I first... um, When I... (coughs) When I first, like, got to college and everything, I thought that a woman should not approach a man. Like, don't go up to him. You know, make him come to you. But, you know, now, five years later, I'm like, well, shoot. You know, I'm grown. If I feel like, right, if I feel like I'm interested in somebody or I'm attracted to somebody, I'm going to say that. But, I mean, nine cents out of ten, it's the opposite. But I also don't mind doing it. I really don't mind doing it. I mean, if I really do think you're that, you know, if you got me, if you got my attention that much, that means you something. You something special. 
But in the beginning, I would never. I would literally never, like, ever do that. But now, you know, I will every once in a while. Ain't no problem. I only do it when I'm drunk. I only be drunk and feeling good. That's and I be bad. like, you are cute. That's how I be looking at you for though. two months. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get ghosted. Oh, my okay. God. I'm dying. That's it. That's how guys get ghosted. Like, for real. Cause if you, especially if you got your drunk goggles on. Mm-hmm. Woo. You wake up like, who are you again? <laughs> it was him. Drunk goggles. I'm not going to lie. Shoot. I shot like last week and it was nothing but net, but still, (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with it. I feel like it's a part of growing up for real because when I I really would never have done it ever. Like I thought it was like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to talk to him. Like he's supposed to talk to you, but no, for real, it's really going after what you want. Like period. I saw something I want, I got it. There you go. So like, there's nothing wrong with shooting, but I do respect you more if you shoot at me. Oh yes, most. I'm sorry, like I do. I'm a little old school. I was raised by raised by old school parents. So I think a lot of the time guys are just afraid of being rejected obviously or um, embarrassed or whatever so they don't want to do it and now they have social media and they can use that as an as a crutch so they have an excuse as to why they don't say anything but like i said i only shoot shots if i'm drunk period <laughs> i'm scared of being embarrassed like i always i always live by you know i can only embarrass myself you can't embarrass me but if i shoot my shot at you and it hit the rim and it don't go in. You gotta lay up that mud. <laughs> yeah, if I try to lay it up and okay. it still don't go in, I'ma be embarrassed. I don't I don't shoot shots. I don't no. I don't do that. I would just You never tried it though? Like never. I mean, um I mean like I would do stuff like, man, let me see if this boy gonna talk to me. Let me go like a few pictures. Like I'll do that, but actually saying, you know, you are so attractive and you I would ne I would never <laughs> I would never. Y'all would never. I I probably will, but effective like result out of it. And yeah, yeah, you know. It may it may go like that for you. It seems like you guys are very you know securing yourself. But I'm, you guys are very securing yourself. I'm, yeah, I'm very awkward and I'm very. I'm just. It just wouldn't go. It just wouldn't go. It just wouldn't go as planned. I spill something on myself and then, oh shit! It just, it just, it just wouldn't go like. Because I mean, if I just walk like, like yeah, I'm just. It just wouldn't go. I don't. I don't shoot shots. I don't. I just. But I. I were. I commend every woman that do. You go out and you do what you do, but I can't do it. You can. You just have. Well. <clears throat> Kudos to all the ladies in the room who are out here, you know, being LeBron James's and you know Kobe Bryant's. But you see me, I'm I, I, I'm the coach, you know. I like to sit back and let the players do all the work. I don't shoot no goddamn shots. I, I, I just don't do it. Drunk, sober, none of that. And the reason this is my rationale behind it. No, no, no. The coach makes the plays. I tell you when she like, if I give you the eye, that's why I'm the coach. I, I direct what's going on. So, like, when I'm at the club and I'm drunk, right, I might give you a little bit more eye contact than I would sober. Like, yeah, come over here and talk to me. Yes. You. You know, and I'm telling you, like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to entertain you back. But I'm never going to be like, you know, wave a hand over or, you know, I wouldn't wave no hand over. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go up and talk to you. And my whole thing is this. I feel like I am a woman of many talents. And, 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 and I say that to say that. <laughs> I just 
like when a man when a man come and talk to you, he got the gunk. That means he really wants you. And if you really want me, that means you finna put in some type of work. Like you didn't waste that whole shot for nothing. But I feel like when I talk to a man first, one, that means you didn't like me enough to come and talk to me. Even if you did find me attractive, it wasn't enough for you to be like, I want her. So I know that when I do approach you, yeah, you probably like damn sure to talk to me. But if you really find like I don't like really fine niggas. So you probably get girls that talk to you all the time. I'm not going to be... No, that, that you probably have girls looking and gawking at you all the time. I just feel like there are always going to be men. And if a man that I want doesn't want me back enough to come and talk to me, then clearly it wasn't going to work out anyway. Because I am the catch. I am going to always be... It, that, that's just me. Like, it's probably... It's, you know, people feel like it's me being young, but I don't feel like it's me being young. Every girl that I've ever known to shoot a shot... And I'm not saying there are not instances where girls win shooting shot and getting racks. And I'm not saying that I would get rejected or I wouldn't. Because I'm scared of that as well but it's more so just like in my head I always want to be the catch like I always I don't ever want to have to pursue a man because that's not how our relationship is going to be like I don't want to start something that I do not want to hold out throughout the relationship like I'm going to always be not a priority but I'm, you taking care of me and I'm taking care of you in other ways but you just got I just feel like we, I'm, we trying to baby niggas too much like y'all you got mama issues already like you already don't know how to be a man so me approaching you even more is just aiding to that and I don't want no pussy nigga like you, you gonna have to have balls to be with me period so let's not start the situation off by you coming talk to me and having them balls from jump yeah. sorry I was so aggressive yeah <laughs> I just feel, well, me personally, I feel like when, you know, if I approach, because I know, you know, it was like a bet one time to go and talk to a guy and let him know he was cute or whatever, whatever. But doing it seriously and intentionally, like, if I want you to pursue me, I'm already throwing the the game off course. I'm throwing it off. I'm throwing it off. Okay, so now we can move on to how to find our match like do we have to be self-aware do we have to be fully healed like what do we have to do you just this this kind of goes back to the whole throwing i mean not throwing your shot uh which what you call it shooting your shot if they're gonna find you you don't go find it facts yeah like the guy who I'm dating now, G, if you're listening, hi, how you doing? <laughs> but, but, um, but I'm not saying I would not have went after him, but I didn't go after him. It just in due time we found each other. It just so happened at the time where we both probably needed each other. We were both well. I was going through something very traumatic, and I wasn't trying to talk to him two, three years ago. Now he and now we're talking now. But I just feel like if if y'all meant to be y'all. If y'all really meant to be, y'all gonna cross paths somewhere. How so? Um, thirty times, one million times. If y'all really meant to be, y'all gonna cross paths. And even if y'all won't be together forever, forever, he was there for a reason. For he may be there for a season, but it was for a reason. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, you don't go find your soulmate. I feel like y'all meet each other halfway, some way, shape, or form. Whether it's on social media, in person, in a calf, at Walmart, at the library, at the church house. <laughs> um, yeah, you <laughs> you eventually meet them some way, shape, or form. Um, I as far as meeting your match, like we said earlier, you gotta like you know be self aware and know yourself. And um, I've been in a long distance relationship for a little over a year now. And um, when I first met him, I was so mean to him, like. Mm-hmm. 
I dubbed him real bad and like ew like I don't want to talk to you and then I think the next year he came back and I was like all right whatever you could take me out go ahead and then um he liked me but he liked me real fast and I was about to go to college I'm like nah like we can't do that so um you know I dubbed him again and then I think like after my sophomore year when I realized the niggas here wasn't worth it I was like, all right, you know, hey. (laughs) I think we were good together. Like, you know, I thought it was nice. And um, he was sweet and forgiving. So I think, like you said, like, if you're really meant to be with somebody, like, no matter what happens, you guys will always kind of come back. So it's real sweet. But don't force yourself to find your match. Never. Never. It's not going to be your match for real. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I have advice about finding your match just yet. I mean, I can only speak on, you know, people who are examples in my life, like my parents. Um, they actually found that skiggy love. It was like 10 years out of school, which was actually pretty cool. So if you're still looking for that skiggy love, especially skiggy students, that even though you graduated, it's still possible because my dad saw my mom across the yard and he went through her people to find her, but he actually asked like for her number and he called her and asked on a date. So like, and she said yes. And I think that she said that was the best decision of her life. So like... <laughs> And they've been married for 30 years, and we just mm-hmm. planned their, you know, revival renewal. So that was, like, to see that their Skiggy love, and they actually promote how well Skiggy is, and, you know, um, promote us, you know, being in love and finding, you know, who our true loves are. So, I mean, I just say continue to live your life, and he will find mm-hmm. you, or you will find God will send him. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. be true to yourself. You stay on your for path. Mm-hmm. They for but that was a long time ago. So now, this day and age, there shouldn't be. I don't. I, it would be weird to me if you go through thirty million different people to get to me when you probably see me in a cab or see me somewhere else. I Even feel like if you. That's no. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all was. They wasn't She's there. About yeah. Her on the yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not on the yard. Yeah. Since we're all on the yard. Oh, I know you're talking about. Me. Yeah, I think I think that. Uh, granted, that's not the question, but I really just think that it's so weird. Like you see me, why did you talk to me when you see me? So now I think you're scary. Like I'm not. I'm really to me. I'm not that intimidated. You can come up and talk to me. No, but, but, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, or sometimes people just don't think that they could like bag it. Or or they probably not even thinking. They might think, oh, she's attractive. They probably not automatically thinking, oh. Like that's the one because they don't know. Like they just looking at you. They just looking. True. But if you like, they like they like browsing. You know you want to. They ain't ready for the. You know you want to talk to me. They know that, but they know. But do they know if they're? you might be like. Or they not done playing. Or do they know if they're ready? But I would feel more comfortable like Michaela if you was to come talk to me like. Hey, you know, I seen you across the way. Like, I thought you was attractive. You know, I don't, I don't know what you got going on, but I just wanted to let you know I thought you was attractive. I respect you more than, um, hey, man, you know her down there? Yeah, just ask China Man, go talk to her. No, no, no. Don't tell her. Don't. What's that Snapchat? <laughs> what the? Right. I'm right here. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I don't really know how to throw this in there, but how do y'all feel about, like, casual sex? Because I feel as if college and sex is something that goes like hand in hand, hand, in hand. <laughs> pretty much i'll go first <clears throat> 
So me personally on casual sex, I feel like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's all about safety. And like I said earlier, I'm a nursing major. So I'm very meticulous about me. I don't care what you got going on over there, but I am meticulous about me. And herpes is one of the biggest things that I'm scared of. I'm not going to even, I know I'm just throwing that out there, but this is, this is comes with the casual sex. Um, Passing STDs, especially like in college and especially out of college, like one thing I was having a conversation with one with an old friend of mine, and we were just talking about how like when you in school, you kind of have these quote unquote whole facts on people. <laughs> like you know, what people have kind of gotten something before on campus. You kind of know who's been talking to you. You know things about people. But when you leave this schoolhouse and you're out there in the real world, you don't have like whole facts on people that you want to talk to. So if you're going to be having casual sex, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. But strapping up, like don't be giving oral sex to every man or every woman that you entertain. Like if you do decide to start having sex or oral and stuff like that, going to get tested. Nothing is wrong with getting tested and just having you know those. If you have multiple sex partners, just going to get tested frequently. Not frequently, but, you know, like, more. more yeah, frequently, yeah. I wasn't trying to be rude, but, you know. But I feel like there just shouldn't be a stigmatism behind behind basically just safe sex practices. If you want to be busting it open like that, that's on you and your partner. That's not a problem. Just be safe about it. There should be no reason that you're relying on other people to keep you safe. Like, I asked somebody once the last time he got tested, and it's my friend, and he was like, oh, the girls that he messes with gets tested. And I was like, no, sir. That's nasty. You're gross. But, uh, I'm going to pass it. But uh, me personally, like I said, I don't have a problem with casual sex. I get tested with anybody that I'm getting ready to have sex with, period. Even if we are using condoms, because I feel like things are going to happen. So, fluid, like, you slob, like, even before I kiss him, I, I, the boy asked me why I didn't kiss him, because he felt like it was time for me to kiss him, and I hadn't kissed him yet, and I really did like the boy. I'm attracted to him and everything. But just me, like, I'm not going to just be putting my lips on any everybody that I entertain. Like, I just can't do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grandma, but I promise you, like, never mind. <laughs> Can I just I just want to make a quick point about the whole guy saying that girls, the last girls I was with got tested or whatever. Like, Mm-mm. women are not the problem for STIs. Like, um, HIV and, like, serious STIs can't be transferred between women. Like, we're not the problem. It's the men. So, of course, the girls might not have it, but that doesn't mean that you don't have it. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, though. Oh, your nails are pretty. staring at me. me personally (laughs) me personally i have never i have never did it i'm not a i'm not against i'm not against people that do it a lot of my friends do it i have no i have no issues with i just not have done it but the reason why i have not done it is because i'm not i'm not mentally strong just to you know have sex with somebody and just not talk to them anymore uh if i have sex with you i like you i want i i mean you we been have something yes i i i'm sorry i just can't i just i just can't i just cannot do it because i'm not my emotional say my mental say is not strong enough to have sex with you and won't talk to you again or have sex with you and it's not nothing like i just call you for sex i just me personally i wouldn't be able to do that but if you do it just be safe yeah just be safe that's all um, like Michaela and China have said, um, I'm an advocate for casual sex. I've engaged in it. Um, my friends have. I'm here for it as long as it's safe. Like, you know, it's your body. You do what you want with it. But some STIs are incurable. Um, 
Oh, STDs are incurable. They're starting to come out with super STDs and um, just be safe about it. But especially with college insects, I promise you, everybody is fucking everybody. Like, everybody. there's a web of ways that, like, you know, the six degrees of separation is ridiculous, especially on this campus with the low amount of guys. Like, I don't know if y'all remember, but there was like a gonorrhea outbreak when we yes. first got here. Didn't know nothing about it. I was, I didn't, I don't know about that one, but I know our. Our freshman year, there was a gonorrhea outbreak, and it was groups of girls and guys popping was, up. I remember gonorrhea. Adam. I remember the Yvonne like and Adam bad. and like White and Douglas. All of them like, what's like a whole bite on Girl. <laughs> Now it's syphilis now. The oh, that's syphilis. Yeah. Uh, well, regardless, I just say, I just say, like you know, <gasps> be safe, but stay, especially in college, just really, really be safe. Everybody. <laughs> as far as me for casual sex, when I first got to college, I was definitely close to that. Like I was like, what? Like I'm not doing that. But I mean, it's just something you have to allow. Like it's up to you, and that's always your choice. Like, period. Don't ever think that. Oh, he likes me. He said he wants to do this. Let's do. It. No, you do it if on your terms. That's that's it on your terms. But I mean, now you know I do have casual sex and. I don't have anything, I don't see anything wrong with that, like having casual sex partners, whatever, as long as you're safe, like everybody else is saying, and, you know, as long as you keep that discretion, you know, clean. keep it keep cool, keep it clean. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I've been, I've ended up in a relationship from that, so yeah, definitely. To me, casual sex, and I'm going to put my definition of it on all of um, my definition of casual sex, like, I know, to me, it's just, like, not having sex with the same person, like, over and over again. Like, you're not in a relationship with someone where you, like, this is the only person I'm having sex with. Like, casual sex is when you, and I'm necessarily even having sex with multiple people because I have, I, I feel like having casual sex is having sex with someone, like, like at this time, right, but you're not in a relationship. And then you're kind of done talking to that person or it just didn't work out. Like, y'all never made anything of it. But, you know, y'all had sex and it, was, it is what it is. Y'all probably friends. And then you move on to someone else and now you all are being entertained and, you, you might have sex with that person. Like, that's what casual sex to me is. It's not necessarily just having sex with or having multiple sex partners at once. Mm-hmm. So, so like, it can be sticky. Or... I mean, it didn't come, it didn't come with all of that. Like, I mean, you can casual sex having sex with more than one person, but I'm just saying it's not just that. Like, you can be having casual sex with somebody and still just having sex one sexual partner at a time. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I feel like yeah, eventually, eventually it's going to get sticky. Like, I just, I just really just cannot see somebody just having sex with them. Somebody just having sex. I feel like it gets sticky with boys though, because and then, they, and then they all start catching. Fish. Not, with, but I just feel like it really gets sticky with the niggas because it could be like you be trying to mess with girls who are in the same circles or girls who have the chance of being in the same room, like. Girls always tell them how like how quiet they are about their like you know who they mess with, which we really are. Like you tell your certain friends, but everybody got friends. Everybody friends with somebody. Everybody in the same major. Like it's just you cannot be out here. If, and if y'all are having casual sex with people, like let the girls you know you having sex with let them know. Like just be real, cause I promise you, being honest with somebody can save a lot of energy. Cause if she don't want to deal with it, she can just leave. And it's no like you did me wrong, none of that. I told you what was up from jump. You had the option to stay or to go. <laughs> They have no choice yeah, if they want a nigga yeah. at Tuskegee, period. That's not true. You do have a choice. Don't ever say that. If you want a man at Tuskegee University and that man is not trying to be in a relationship with you, you have to deal with having other girls in y'all's mix, period. Like, it's no way around it because if that's the whole point of y'all not being in a relationship. If he wouldn't be exclusive with you, you'd be his girlfriend. Yeah. 
I'm saying though, y'all still got a choice though. If the nigga fucking everybody, if the nigga fucking everybody, and you know that, and you continue to be with him, that's your risk. Right, right. You risking exactly. that on your own. That's exactly. your that's exactly. your thing, sis. I can't. Don't be getting mad at the other girls. Okay. Get mad at him. Yeah. Uh, my tidbit on it is that I don't participate in it, and um, that's just. That's just worked out for me because, like China has said, like I don't think that I'm like emotionally strong enough to, um, like participate like in that type of activity. Like I guess, quote unquote, willy nilly. But it sounds like everybody <laughs> here is not having or doesn't participate in casual sex willy nilly. Like it seems like there's definitely thought behind and precautions oh, no, when it comes yeah, to casual sex. Right, right, right. right. Like, I know you, but I don't really want to be with you. So casual and non reckless. It's not casual. Like it's it's. I mean, I've never. I can't even say that I've dealt with. Like I haven't had any mess with the guys I've slept with. It's always been nothing but gravy. Like because we were honest with each other. We everybody knew what was going on. So that that just that communication. Okay. So ladies, moving on, we have about um ten minutes left. But before we end, um I just wanted to ask some questions that some of our listeners or some men out there just had <laughs> to know. Okay. And one of those questions are why are girls so stuck on a specific vision of a guy if they tried it and it doesn't work? So if you have like um a certain type and you tried it and it doesn't work but you're still going after that um i think it's because that's what i'm gonna just say that's what us girls are comfortable Mm -hmm. with like granted it did not work but we're comfortable so we're going to try to make it work (laughs) um that's probably not good that's not good yep that's (laughs) not good but we're going to stay there because it's comfortable because we know because we eventually i don't care what nobody say Girls go in thinking that they can change a dude into what they want him to be, mm-hmm. but it is what it like. They are who they are. You can't change. You can't change that. If he wants you and he if changes he, for you, that's a different story. Yeah, but you can't, but you can't go in changing nobody. It's no, it's no amount of love. It's no amount of anything you can give that man to make him change. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Can I hear? Can I tell you that? Oh yeah. Can I hear what you said? Okay. Um, I think I disagree with China. That it's a comfortable <clears throat> thing. Like you have a type, so you think you know what comes encompassed with that man and so you stick to it because you're like all right that one didn't work but i'm gonna find one just like him like you just think you just gonna find them but you know i don't know trial and error (laughs) right i mean everyone has a type like i think that question is kind of open-ended because i mean everybody got a type even guys have a type of what type of girl they want to be with even if they shoot their shot or not so it's like if I'm stuck on my type, why are you mad that I'm stuck on my type when you got the same, you know, type of situation? <laughs> like, you got a type, I got a type, I'm just, that's what I want, like, period. Um, let me say that I used to have, like, one set defined type of guy that I liked. Like, oh, I want him tall, I want him to look like this. And, and it's like, now, you know, that I'm older, I mean, that's kind of unrealistic, I feel like. And you're also, like, limiting, limiting your options because you don't know what somebody has on the inside. Like, yeah, you can have it all on the outside, but what's inside of you? Like, do you have a mind that's going to stimulate me? Do you have a heart ready to love? Like, you know, those are things that are important as well. So, you know, I, I don't have a type anymore. I mean, I know what I, I know what I'm attracted to, if that makes sense. But it's like, at the same time, it fluctuates with me. Like, you never know. Like, I might like this light-skinned guy in the next week, like this dark-skinned guy. It just, 
in two different completely body types, heights, all that. Like it really, I don't know. It's really different now. <clears throat> Definitely. Okay. Next question: Why do guys have to have certain materialistic possessions to get the time of day? <laughs> Let me tell y'all about these niggas. No, I'm just playing. Um, basically, my whole rationale behind it because I think it's kind of childish, but I feel like with the whole like trial and a lot of air like Mira was saying <laughs> earlier I'd rather try and deal with someone who had something than try and fail with someone who didn't personally it's just like it's more so like this like you broke and you still gonna break my heart but I'd rather be with somebody that's paid that's gonna break my heart cause at least I got something out of it like you just broke breaking my heart that, that'd be the real like superficial reason behind it but like the mental and intellectual reason behind it cause I just feel like I can't have no conversation with you like I can't do anything with you you can't do anything for me it's kind of just us being butt buddies and we could just be friends for that you're gonna be my man for that cause I know the type of lifestyle that I want to live and I know what I want for myself so if you don't have those things for yourself you can't get them for me and then if I go and get them for myself and you still don't have it then it's kinda like we're on two different pages now now what if like they're in the midst of the guy with potential right we're, we're at this age where I mean some people come from a privileged background I'm not okay hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Let, 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 okay let me scratch that. When Ebony was talking about like things that like certain materialistic things that guys have to have, you have to have a car. It does not have to be no G wagon because I promise you, I am not rolling the G wagon. But these are little things you have to have. So I'm not gonna be able to want to be the one to pick you up. I just know that I'm. That's not what I want to tolerate with. I don't want to deal with a man that doesn't have a car. I want to go places. I want to go on dates. So. I don't want to have to be able to go to your house all the time because you can't even find a way to my house. Like, that's just things that I don't want to deal with. And I'm gonna, when I say monetary things, I'm like, we should be able to go to Chick-fil-A. Like, I'm not a bougie or, you know, I'm not somebody that's a gold digger. And I understand us being in the struggle stage, but I also understanding having the bare minimum. Like, if you don't at least have what I already have for myself, like, I can't ask you to have nothing that I don't have. So, well, actually, I can, and I, that's what I want. <laughs> but it's like, in the in the stage we're in, it's like... What what can we do for each other? It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. A lot of giving and not a lot of receiving, and I'm feeling like some type of way. But do you give to receive, or do you give? Um, to in the beginning of the relationship, yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest with y'all. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not finna sit here and be. Oh, I'm finna, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not the type of girl who goes and gives her all to a man in the beginning for him to then prove himself later. You have to prove yourself to me in the beginning for me to give you my trust, my loyalty, and my time because it's been wasted before. I agree with Michaela. That's all I can say. Is shoot. I just agree. Like, there's nothing else to say about that. She right. I agree. <laughs> Um, I mean, I definitely do agree with the ladies. Um, you do have to come to me with something because I have a lot. I have a lot going on. I have a lot going for myself. And I'm not going to deal with no, excuse my French, nothing ass nigga. Like, I'm just not. It's just, I've never, I've, I've never been, I never wanted to, honestly. Like, I've never been driven to that type of guy. So it was just like, like, in all my relationships, the guy has first and foremost been older and has something going for himself. Like, something like you got to do something baby like we can't just be trying to build blocks together if you ain't even got the cement like i need some you know and i'm not i'm sorry i know i just said something else but i've dealt with the guy with potential now that you're talking about it and i feel like that's why i feel so abruptly and so 
No, like not even slighted, but why I feel so passionate and I could understand because in high school, like my four relationship, my four year relationship, I t- not I'm not gonna say I took care of him, but I took care of us. Like it was nothing that he couldn't ask me for. There was nothing that I wouldn't do for us. And I was in high school doing that. So imagine me being. I'm glad that it happened such at such an early age. Cause now that I know that I don't like to take care of a man, but I feel like because I've been with a guy with potential and I was just waiting for him to just get it together, and he did it until like years later. It's like I don't want to put myself through that again. Yeah, And my biggest thing on that is either meet or exceed me where I'm at, whether that's spiritually, financially, um, all those other places. Because when we're talking about relationships and being in one, I'm going to expect you to lead and I need you to know where you're going. So that's why you got to have something when you approach me. I'm I'm a fixer and that might be the reason why I'm in psychology now. Like I want to help people. So I'm not... I'm not too proud, like, you know, okay, Mm -hmm. you don't have this, well, how can we get you, like, what are your plans, what do you want to do, okay, well, let's come up with something else, like, I don't know, it might just be me personally, yeah, Yeah, and I agree, and that might be a patience thing, but I'm definitely here for the, um, the come up. Yeah, and that's definitely because I'm I don't mind like growing up with somebody, but I don't wanna have to do all the work when I'm doing my growing and you know, like I I just would like if we're growing together, at least let us be on the same page when we meet each other. That way we could just take off and you know, I won't be having to do so much of the work. Um but with that being said, ladies, that is the conclusion of our episode. Thank you all so much for coming. Thank you all so much for talking. Um, I hope that you all will come back uh, for the last and final panel. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to go around the room, and then you can state your name one more time. And then if you have any at names that, you know, people can follow you. Um, Yeah, a lot of people. Um, again, y'all, it's uh, Simone Kimball here. <laughs> I don't have uh, social media, so there's that on that. <laughs> if you want to email me, we can FaceTime. No, 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 we can't FaceTime. <laughs> but no, seriously, if you do need some advice um, and you're a young woman who just wants to talk to somebody, you can definitely reach out to me and Ebony will you know, help y'all out with that. <laughs> no men, though. <laughs> Well, I like the sound of your voice. Like, no, creepy. <laughs> um, it's your girl Morgan Sinclair. Um, I have an IG, so you can follow me, Morg underscore Sinclair, M O R G underscore S I N C L A I R E. Um, and uh, you can also subscribe to my YouTube, you know, the Morgan Sinclair, M O R G A N. S I N C L A I R E. Don't forget the E because you know people do. So, yeah. Um, this is Nigeria. Uh, I have, I rarely post on Instagram, but you can still follow me. Um, my Twitter's full of conspiracy theories and random thoughts. You can follow me there also. They're the same Nigeria Yaz, N A D I R A H Y A S. Um, yeah. This is China again. I have an Instagram. You can follow me at the real chai, literally the real chai, and the chai is C H Y. I'm a little ashamed after the talk, but hey, <clears throat> it is what it is, nigglets. 
Not if my mama hear this. Now I'm just playing. Um, y'all, y'all know it's me. It's Michaela. Um, y'all can follow me at K Nicole K A Y Y N I C H O L E E underscore on Instagram. Um, Twitter. I'm Daily K. I mean, if you find China or somebody else, they probably retweeted me, but I don't know what that is. Hopefully. Okay, so again, thank you all so much for coming. I really appreciate it. And to my listeners, I hope that you were able to gather something, sis. Mm -hmm. Get some type of, you know, note or maybe, you know, young man that you're able to maybe understand the female brain just a little bit more before you shoot your shot. So now you're guaranteed to make it. But with that being said, thank you so much again for tuning in. This is your girl, Ebony B, and I'm signing out. Bye, guys. (laughs)